0: Welcome to the Raising Confident Girls podcast, your guide to raising strong, confident daughters. I'm Melissa Jones, the founder of Girls Positivity Club and a teacher for over 20 years. In a world where girls often feel overwhelmed, anxious, and confused, this podcast is your go-to space. As caregivers, we navigate challenges together. I founded Girls Positivity Club to provide a place where you belong and get the tools to face today's hurdles. Consider this your regular check-in with a trusted friend, offering insights and practical tips for meaningful conversations. I'm here to help you feel confident on this journey of raising a generation of empowered girls. Let's dive in and raise those confident girls together. Welcome back to another episode of the Raising Confident Girls podcast. I'm so happy you're here today. And I'm so excited about this topic because this is something that I hear all the time from parents of girls, and I think just people in general, this is something really common. I also want to let you know that if you ever hear any weird noises in the background, it's my dogs. So I have a German Shepherd and a Chocolate Lab, and I'm not going to say their names because they're both laying down behind me, but they like to be near me, so when I try and lock the door of my office, they bang on the door so it's easier just to leave it open so just so you know that if you hear anything they are around and walking around so if you hear any of that in the background. I am a real person who has dogs, so that is that is that. I just thought I'd share with that, which is maybe a lot of you can relate to. It's like when you don't want to be interrupted is when everyone has a question in your family or like your dogs come in the room right when you're doing something or you're on the phone or something. But that is not the topic for today. The topic for today is all about mindset. Because this is something that is so, so common with any human, but especially girls. It's all about getting stuck in that negative thought pattern. And I think this is like there are some people who are normally or naturally more optimistic people, people that are glass half full people or people that tend to just generally look at the negative. And you with your daughter, with a girl in your life may know which one she falls in or it might depend on the situation. There's no, you know, horrible thing about either one. It's just sometimes we all get into that negative thought spiral because Your brain's trying to protect you, and that's really common because our animal part of our brain, what I've learned, is that it's all about protection. So anytime there's something hard, or there's fear that your daughter or the girl in your life is going through, there could be some negative thinking about that, especially if it's an unknown. So the main problem that I hear, and actually yesterday, I just got a message from a mom who told me, She thinks that her daughter looks for the negative in situations, which can be very frustrating because we want them to look for the positive. We want them to see that there is possibility in all those things. The truth of the matter is, is that everyone has these times. And normalizing that with your daughter, with the girl in your life, and saying like, I get it, like that happens to me too, is huge. So before we get into everything with, with, you know what to do here's what that could look like as a main problem or challenge that your daughter is facing they need a reframe meaning they are stuck in that negative loop that I call it with the girls the tornado in your mind of negativity so it's like if you imagine a tornado or a hurricane or whatever it's like swirling in your mind and you're stuck in this pattern so you're thinking about things like this this is what I hear what could go wrong you're thinking of all the things that could go wrong. If I try out for the sports team, if I raise my hand in class, if I do something I've never done before, what could happen? Uh, if I go to a new activity, what if I don't know anyone? What if they don't like me? What if they, you know, whatever. It, it just keeps going. What if it doesn't go perfectly? What if I go and I'm not as good as the other people there? So I heard from a girl yesterday about volleyball. She was like, volleyball is super high risk for me because, this was a middle school girl, because I'm not good at it. It's hard for me. Like when I hit the ball, it goes in a weird place. All these other girls already know how to do it. Or, you know, so there's some comparison going on. Then she starts thinking about what if I get there and I'm the only one who hits the ball in the wrong direction. Or I'm the only one who misses the dance step, or I'm the only one who doesn't already know how to draw perfect eyes and drawing or whatever it is. So these things come up and these are all examples that I've heard from girls. So what if it doesn't work perfectly? What if it doesn't go perfectly? So they start imagining these negative outcomes. So their brain, because it's, your brain is trained to protect you, is trying to think of all these ways that it could go wrong so that you can protect yourself and be safe. We know though that it's not logical to always do that. Yes, if you're in danger, someone's chasing you for an, you know whatever, then yes. But these are not those types of dangerous situations. So your daughter is feeling all these warning signs. Even though for us, I think as adults, a lot of parents think, well just do it anyway. Like just, just do it, why is this so hard? And I hear this from parents all the time like, I don't understand why it's so hard. Well, put yourself back at that age. At that age, you are still developing and figuring things out for yourself and trying to figure out what are safe risks and what are really high risks to take. So they're caught in that chaos. So it creates this chaos in their mind, especially when they're trying something new, when they're going someplace that they've never been before and they don't know if they're going to know anyone when They're trying a new camp, and they don't know where they'll sit at lunch. Like, they're thinking about things like that. So these are all the insecurities. What if I'm not good enough? What if I'm the only one who doesn't have a friend? What if I, what, what if, what if, what if? So this is what starts this tornado. So you might be thinking, okay, well, what do I do? So I want you to think about what if it all works out? I learned this from Mel Robbins, and if you haven't listened to her podcast, it's amazing. But it's a mindset shift. So what your daughter or the girl in your life may need right now is a reframe. And what I call that with the girls is to flip it. So you have to flip it when you notice you're doing that. Find a way to healthily release it and and then flip it. Do something to flip it. So what if it all works out? is a mindset shift so when you notice that girl in your life who is like i don't know if i'll be this or that you know i don't know if i'll fit in i don't know if i'll be the only one i don't know if this what if i'm not good at it what if i don't know what to do what if i get lost what if i and they're like telling you these things which number one that's great they're voicing that to you then you can say something like okay get it all out tell me all the things but if you thought of this, what if it all works out? What could that look like? So when I think of, again, other situations that girls have told me about that that have been a worry to them, it's been one girl was going to try out for the school softball team for the first time. And she had been in the rec league, but she didn't know, will I be the A team? Will I be the B team? What will happen? What will the other girls be like? What if they've all played sports from when I was a young age. So that's one example. If it's like an activity that they're not sure about, they wanna try it, but they're, they're not sure if they'll fit in or they'll be as good as everyone else, you say, what if it all works out? What if you get there and, and they're helpful? Or what if you get there and other people are at your level? Or you know what if you do make the team? What would that be like? Then another example is like meeting new people. So what if other friends get mad at me if I don't like that certain thing? Or what if they don't like me? I don't think people like me when I first meet them. You know, what if I'm going to a new activity, I'm going to a new school, and they look at me funny, you know, and they start thinking about all the bad things that could happen. And you say to them, what if it all works out? What could that look like? And what you're doing is you're training them to flip that and go, huh, What if it did work out? Okay, those are your fears. Now tell me what could go right. Well, I could meet a girl that is like me. Like she feels the same way I do. Oh, I could actually be pretty good at this. Or maybe the coaches are really nice and they're going to show me how to be better. So it gets them to think outside of that. And if they shut you down about it, like, well, I don't want to think about what would would go well because it's not going to go well then you could continue like, well, what if it does go well? And they're like, I don't even know what that would be like. You could say, well, what if you did meet the friend? Or what if you did learn how to do it? What if it's okay if you're not perfect at it the first time? Do you think that, you know, I was really good at this, at this thing when I, you know, like cooking or whatever it would be like your job, Like, do you think I was really good at what I do the very first time I did it? And they're like, no. And then you're like, and that's okay. You're not supposed to be. So those are ways to reframe. And then academic, like school subjects. I'm horrible at math. If they say something like that, I always get the problems wrong. I'm horrible at math. I'm the worst one in my class. If you're like, okay, you might find math challenging. That's true. Like, I know it is a challenge for you. What if it works out and you, like, start figuring it out? What if we get you some help? Or what if you ask the question in class that everyone else is dying to ask, but they're all too afraid to look like they don't know what they're doing? What if you're the brave one to raise your hand and ask the question and actually get the help you need? What if that works out? You know, so it's like taking the situation that they're struggling with and reframing it for them, like asking them, what if it did work out? What if you did know what to do? What if we did figure it out? And it really gets them to shift that mindset and have that reframe that I even use in my life. Like there are times when I get down about things or I think something's really hard, I've never done it before. I'm like, oh, I have to learn this thing, you know, and I don't know what I'm doing, or I I've never done this before. Like, oh my gosh, it's another thing I have to learn. I'm like, nope. What if I learn it and it's easier than I expect? Or what if I learn it and I'm like, okay, this is something I need to have an expert do for me or whatever. At least you figure it out, right? So there's always a way. So you may be feeling frustrated by them getting stuck in this. So like the mom that I talked to the other day about her daughter looking for the negative in situations. She was in a new setting. She was trying something new in a new friend environment. And she said that when she reported back to her, not reported, but when they talked about it afterwards, it was like all she did was complain and tell all the negative things. And she was like, I think she looks for that. So it's like helping her look for the good, even in hard situations. So you may be feeling frustrated about that. That's totally normal, totally okay. Or unsure how to help. Again, that's very common to be like, Well, I never struggled with that. Or why is she doing this? Like, why would she not just look for the good? Because she's scared. Because she's worried of being rejected. Because she's worried she won't add up the way everyone else does or compare to everyone else. And, you know, thinking about those things, adults have that. Like, I know I do. It's like the minute I start comparing myself to someone else who's where I want to be or doing something big in the world, it's like you can start to get in that. I'm so far away from that you know but it's what if it does work out what if I keep going what if I do one tiny step toward that and really thinking I think I can do this you know and and helping her through that so you might be saying Melissa this all sounds great how do I do this like how do I do it besides saying what if it all works out what if she shuts me down what if I say that and she rolls her eyes or what if I say that and she's like I don't know how it could look if, if it all works out. I think you'd be surprised though. If you get shut down, try another time, you know, or help her release it in a healthy way. So here are ways to do that. One of my very favorite things, and this sounds so silly, but girls love to do this. I love to do this, is I call it, write it, rip it. So you get a piece of paper, have her brain dump all the negative, I say to her, hand her a piece of paper and say, write down everything that is negative about this situation. Write around, write down every negative thought you're having about it. And I want you to just fill the page. And here's the most important part. Don't read it. Tell her you're not going to read it. Now, if she's like, I want you to read it, I want you to know, that's a totally different thing, but tell her. I'm not going to read it. You can put whatever you want on there. Anything negative you're thinking about this situation or that's on your mind, just get it out. It's like a brain dump. And the power in telling her you're not going to read it is that she can be free. If she wants to say you're getting on her nerves, let her. Like, let her write it out. You're not going to look at it, and there's no reason to read all of it anyway. Like, this is another trust builder. So you give her the paper, you have her go off on her own and just write it all out and say, come back to me when you're finished. When you filled the page or when you feel like that you have dumped everything negative out of your brain, come back to me. This, This works at any age, even adults. Then when she comes back, you say, now I want you to rip it into shreds. I want you to rip it into confetti. I want you to... Just rip it to shreds. However much you want to, if you want to rip it into tiny pieces, rip it into tiny pieces. If you want to rip, rip it into strips and then rip it again, whatever you want to do. If you want to rip it and then wad it up into a ball, do that. So there is some kind of release. I don't know what the scientific reason is, but there is a satisfaction in ripping it up. And what you will notice is that they will smile. As they're ripping it up because it's not normal or not I shouldn't say normal not usual to to rip things up think about what's the last time you rip something up besides if you're putting it in recycling you know so in doing this she's releasing it okay now what well after she does that now you can either verbally or have her again write down what could go right In this situation, what's something that could go well? What could go right in this situation? So then you have her write it down. I'm a really big fan of positive visuals because this will remind her that when she goes to volleyball, when she goes to softball or soccer, she's now on the elite team or she's, she's trying something for the first time. She goes to an art class. She tries out Girls Positivity Club. She tries out whatever it is she can expect a positive outcome she can look for positive things so then you're like okay what could go right and so you can call this whatever you want it could be your whatever could go right list or you could do the happy list or whatever you want to call it she can name it if you want or have no name for it, it really doesn't matter she writes out all the things that could go well and then that is what you read together And if she's having trouble coming up with things, then you help her come up. You ask her, do you want help coming up with ideas or do you want to do it on your own? And so then you can, and she might say, like, I want to go off and do it on my own and come back. Or she might say, can we do it together because I'm kind of stuck. I, I need ideas for what could go right. So then she has a positive visual of what could go right. And she can put that in her room and she can look at it and read it. And you can say to her, okay, when you're feeling this doubt, when this tornado comes back, because it probably will when she thinks about this unknown situation again, read the what could go right list. Read it. Instead of dwelling on all the bad, because does that make you feel better? No. Do you feel more relieved? Do you feel less nervous when you think of all the things that could go wrong? No. So you pose those questions to her, and then when she does what could go right or you help her write it, if she if writing is a struggle for her, because I hear that from parents like, well, she doesn't like to write. You write it for her, whatever it is. It's just the process. And then having that as a visual reminds her that when this happens, she can come back to it and she can remind herself that she can do it. OK, so that is one thing that's really, really Helpful and really easy to do that is a reframe or a mindset shift of focusing from the negative to the positive. Also, be that person for her. Be that empathetic witness, which means tell her you know how it feels. Give her an example of when, even when you're an adult, of how it feels to feel nervous about something. Maybe tell her something about work when you felt nervous in a meeting, or you felt nervous when you were trying something for the first time, even when you were a kid. So know your daughter, know kind of what kind of stories they like to hear. I always loved to hear stories about when my parents were young, because it made me feel like they were normal. It made me feel like that they too were a kid once. And I also liked hearing about as an adult when something like that went wrong or I do that with a lot of the girls that I work with is I'll say something like this really just happened to me and I'll give them an example. They're like, really, you know, you are, you know, our leader. Like, how did this happen to you? And it's like we have to normalize that this happens to everyone. And it's really about how you handle it and how you work through it that counts. So those are, that's a really easy thing to do. And then having positive things to do after. Like what's what's something that would make you feel really calm right now? So drawing, like I, I think I just want to draw for a while. Or I think I want to watch a movie. Or I think I want to go for a walk or whatever it is. Just after you do this, write it, rip it. Maybe have an activity that's super calming for her to do. And it could be alone or it could be with you. Say something like, do you want to go make cookies together or do you want some time alone or do you want to snuggle on the couch together and watch a movie or whatever it is to just kind of give her that that option of either having alone time and and kind of working through it herself or or offering your support in that way so I hope this was helpful to you my dogs have been wild in the background (laughs) so I apologize for that And I really look forward to hearing more from you. Please subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. And also, if you are finding this helpful, if you give it a five-star review, I would really appreciate it. Give me your feedback. Um, Anytime you give a review, a positive review, it helps more people see the podcast, which means it can help more people. And that's really my goal is to be a trusted friend to you, someone who's been there, done that and can give you ideas i'm always open to other ideas as well if you have something that's worked for your daughter or the girl in your life i'd love to hear from you and until next time keep raising those confident girls thanks for joining another empowering episode of the raising confident girls podcast share today's insights with caregivers and friends building beautiful relationships with strong girls hit subscribe so you never miss an episode We're not just a podcast, we're a community. Follow Girls Positivity Club on social media for more empowering content on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. This podcast empowers you supporting incredible girls. Let's create strong, beautiful relationships with the girls in our lives. I appreciate you listening today. Stay confident, stay connected. Until next time, keep raising those confident girls. You've got this.